If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to the New York Lucis Trust Full Moon Meditation Meeting. Each month we work together as a group to contact, hold, and distribute spiritual energy in the service of humanity and all life forms. To receive announcements for our meetings, please email us at newyork@lucistrust.org. L-U-C-I-S-T-R-U-S-T dot org. So welcome, friends, to this Easter Aries Meditation for World Service. This is a re-recording of a talk that was delivered for the Aries Festival meeting, the Easter Festival meeting in the Lucis Trust in New York. It's pretty much central to the Easter message of resurrection and of the living Christ to begin with the recognition that in these monthly meditations we are acting on behalf of and in identification with the group of all human beings in incarnation at this time who truly love and serve. Only as we grow in our ability to hold this group field of mind and heart in the light and to see it for what it truly is, to see it through the lens of the ashram, will we really be able to penetrate into the essential meaning of Easter and of the role of the living Christ in our time as well as that elusive being referred to by Alice Bailey as the spirit of resurrection. It's probably no exaggeration to say that there are today hundreds of thousands, perhaps even millions of people from all cultures, faiths and spiritualities who find their meaning and purpose in their growing ability to love and to serve. Just think of the networks of concerned people who are at the core of the environment movement, the movements for multi-faith dialogue and worship, the countless movements pioneering small and large-scale initiatives to transform the world in line with the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Think of the peace builders who are learning how to lead whole communities on paths of reconciliation, forgiveness and restorative justice, or of those many groups pioneering a new, authentically integral, universal spirituality including all the facilitators of mindfulness groups. And beyond this, beyond this group of people who are really active and at the core of movements, think of the multitude of people who represent essential goodness, whose life purpose is centered around the reflection of goodness and love in their communities. Now, sociologists might point to all of the movements and many more, as evidence of the reality of what esotericists refer to as the group of world servers. Yet our concern is less with the increasing number of people who are at the core of these and so many other movements. Our focus and interest in meditation is in the consciousness of the group as a whole and in the vitality of its growing will to love. This is something new in the world. Never before have thinkers and inspired activists and change agents from every culture 
experienced a similar transformation of mind and a similar awakening of the intuitive sense. <coughs> Excuse me. With roots firmly planted in the rich mental and emotional environment of the vast numbers of people of simple goodwill and basic good-heartedness, the concentrated group referred to by Alice Bailey as the new group of world servers is made up of individuals whose minds and hearts and will are strongly centred in their intention to help others and to help the human community grow spiritually so that it can become more fully human, more free and more generously inclusive. Since the time when Alice Bailey was writing, the group has developed and grown as a result of generations of experience, so that the consciousness of service and in love and inclusive spirituality is today reflected in an incredible body of literature, drama, films, art, mythology, theology and music that's been built up over six decades. We're so lucky to have this huge resource of material, of literature, books and so on. With all of this in mind, the first stage that we do in the meditation can be seen as fundamental. We affirm the fact of group fusion and integration within the heart center of the new group of world servers mediating between hierarchy and humanity. We might well think that there's no more important part of the meditation than this. Together, linked subjectively with all who are meditating for world service at this time, together as a group we establish a shared intention to be at one with our group brothers and sisters. And it is from this basis that we can then move beyond a preoccupation with our own personal identity, our individual crises and issues, to imaginatively build and creatively see the planetary antikarana, the continuity of consciousness as it spirals through multiple dimensions and planes of being. And so it is that standing together within the heart center of the new group of world servers, at this special time of Easter, and with the added significance of a lunar eclipse, we can usefully direct our attention to the joyful potency of inevitable resurrection, to the work of the risen Christ, the world teacher in today's world, and with a nod to Aries, to the role of mind in the birthing of the new world. So let's pause together for a moment. In the center of all love I stand. From that center I, the soul, will outward move. From that center I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Easter is celebrated throughout the Christian world on the first Sunday after the full moon, immediately following the Northern Hemisphere vernal equinox. 
On Easter Sunday, the church celebrates Christ's resurrection three days after his crucifixion. The day is also known as Resurrection Sunday or Resurrection Day. Differences between the Gregorian calendar followed by the Western Church and the Julian calendar of the Eastern Orthodox Church mean that often Eastern and Western churches observe Easter Sunday on different dates. And this year, the Western Easter on, is on Sunday, March the 27th, while the Orthodox takes place much later on May the 1st. So this means that during these two Sundays, with five weeks in between, there will be rituals, services, family gatherings throughout the Christian world, all drawing attention to the resurrection. We can expect many of the more enlightened Christian commentators, thinkers, pastors and priests from Western and Orthodox churches to lead their communities into a meditation on resurrection as a living process and as a core element of the spiritual life. There are many enlightened thinkers in the West today who have difficulties relating to the Christ. Disillusionment with a religion centered on the uniqueness of the life and teachings of the historical Jesus have created a barrier in the mind to the reality of the Christ. As the dominant organized religion of the West, we should not be surprised that after 2,000 years, the living power of love at the core of Christ's teachings and of his resurrected being can often be shackled, belittled, hidden, and even destroyed by religious institutions and the often separative theologies they embrace. But why would we be surprised by this? Through time, all revelations that coalesce into institutional forms inevitably succumb to illusions and glamours, disappearing in the process as a revelation and emerging as competing doctrines. <coughs> Excuse me. Yet while many Christian churches and communities may well have lost their link to the power of love that is Christ's gift to the world, there have always been and there continue to be Christian communities, thinkers, writers that are radically alive and true to the spirit of the Christ. Always in any tradition, the intuitives keep on working, finding fresh insight and vision in the original teachings. And so in this country, one thinks, for example, of hugely influential figures in the national life in recent decades. Thomas Merton, Martin Luther King, Henri Nguyen, uh, Doris Day of the Catholic Worker Movement, Martin Marty, B. Griffiths, Howard Thurman, and countless others. Modern iconoclasts like Matthew Fox in Creation Spirituality or Adam Bucco in the New Monastic Movement are further signs of the reality of a growing living Christianity movement. And in all of these cases, there is profound engagement through dialogue, reflection, and shared service with similar movements of living spirituality amongst other faiths. As a result of a deep dialogue between the faiths that has been proceeding for decades, there is a genuinely universal religious spirit emerging at the heart of the group of world servers. Indeed, the vision espoused by Alice Bailey of a new world religion would seem to be emerging more realistically as a new world religious spirit, pioneered in Christianity by many of the names already mentioned, and pioneered in other faiths by such thinkers as Rabindranath Tagore, Yogananda, Sri Aurobindo, Thich Nhat Hanh, Idris Shah, Eli Weisel, Houston Smith, Paul Nitter, and so many more. 
although the living Christ is universal, known by different names and different faiths. He is not some mythical amalgam of all religious archetypes or all avatars down the ages. The universal Christ is a specific being to be approached at the center of the self of every individual on the planet and to be approached as the master alike of angels and of men, the head of the spiritual hierarchy of all illumined beings recognized by all cultures through the ages. The universal Christ is the one who guides and overshadows all people who seek to love their fellow human beings, who strive to lead an ethically disciplined life, who recognize the divinity in all faiths and all beings, and who are working to rule their daily life with love. The name given to such a one does not matter. But what does matter, and matter greatly, is that we seek out this greatest master of love, and see his signature in our world today. The story of Christ's appearance three days after the death of Jesus tells us of the immortality of the essential self. The Christ who is in us, each and every one of us, regardless of faith, circumstances, or evolutionary development, does not die. Yet the personality does ultimately die. Death applies only to the personality, the sheath used by the inner Christ in its long work to redeem and transform the worlds of outer substance, physical, etheric, emotional, and mental. Redemption of the substance and elemental essence of outer life is not in any way about matter being evil or a dark force. It is about the process of revealing the spirit in matter, expressing something of the beauty of the living spirit, bringing the unconscious into alignment, harmony and balance with the inner Christ. Redemption is all about relationship between spirit and matter, higher and lower, father and mother. The Christ's work is to mediate that relationship and through that relationship to bring quality into the world of appearance. The Christ Spirit is a dynamic within us, leading us into and through a path where we become increasingly conscious of the qualities that we have the potential to manifest through our personal lives. The Christ leads us in our transition between identification with and our transition beyond identification with personality. And this would seem to be one of the most fundamental realities that's difficult for our brains to understand. That as the aspirant begins to take steps on the path to build a relationship with the higher self, the Christ within, this higher self or soul becomes actively engaged in the process. The Christ spirit becomes a dynamic within us, proactive, positive, no idle observer. This ongoing work of the Christ within us is immortal. In an individual sense, it does not end with the death of the personality. It persists in an unseen realm that is necessarily a mystery to us right now, before entering again into new incarnation. One soul entering time and again into the stream of our manifestation, all in service of the great world work, 
all in service of the plan for the redemption and transformation of matter. Death of the personality and the form is a requirement of development. The culture of separateness, indeed the cult of separateness, must die, is destined to die. The newly emerging culture of wholeness needs key elements of the separative mindset to die in ourselves, in institutions, in economics, politics, healthcare, and so on. And inevitably, this process of death is accompanied by trauma, conflict, disturbance, and uncertainty, and of course for many by a sense of loss. Death is always an awesome experience, and although it's not to be feared, it is also not to be treated lightly. The resurrected Christ is a spirit of abundant livingness, present in consciousness in the, and in the world now. And a part of our task in these monthly meditations is to train and develop our sensitivity to recognize and to actually see the spirit so that our attention shifts away from the process of death taking place, also necessary and important though it is, and shifts into support of and identification with the new life that has been born. By seeing and recognizing the resurrected Christ, and by directing our life in response to this vision, we invoke and call forth that spirit within ourselves and in synchronicity within humanity as a whole. The spirit of the resurrected Christ is well captured in Teilhard de Chardin's comment. Christ consumes with his glance my entire being, and with that same glance, that same presence, he enters into those who are around me and whom I love. Thanks to him, therefore, I am united with them as in a divine milieu, through their innermost selves, and I can act upon them with all the resources of my being. In an Easter Day 1945 message, when so many families, communities and nations around the world were exhausted from the loss of life, the sufferings and deprivations of the Second World War, D.K. spoke of the Christ's work that would follow the death and destruction of the war. The main focus of his work would not be through the Christian churches. The resurrected Christ would be working as world teacher. Back then, in the period immediately following the Second World, Second World War, and today. So the quote goes, All that enlightens the minds of people, all propaganda that tends to bring about right relations, propaganda is such a, seems such a dated word, all work to broadcast the message that tends to bring about right human relations, all modes of acquiring real knowledge, all methods of transmuting knowledge into wisdom and understanding, all that expands the consciousness of humanity and of all subhuman states of awareness and sensitivity, all that dispels glamour and illusion and that disrupts crystallization and disturbs static conditions, all come under the realistic activities of the department within the hierarchy which Christ supervises. 
he is limited by the quality and the caliber of the invocative appeal of humanity, and that in its turn is conditioned by the point in evolution attained. The quote is from the externalization of the hierarchy, page 479. Just think of the life that is in this work of the Christ today. Think about the huge array of initiatives that are transmuting knowledge into wisdom, expanding the consciousness of humanity and all the other kingdoms in nature, dispelling glamour and illusion. This Sunday's New York Times included a feature, No Text Please, We're Meditating. <coughs> Excuse me. It told the story of the increasing numbers of harried New Yorkers who are gathering to close their eyes and just breathe. Centres are popping up all over the city where folks can come in a secular environment to practice some form of meditation that stills the mind and fosters an awareness of a deeper reality and a silence that is luminous and real. And this is happening in major cities all over the globe. This is the resurrected living Christ in expression. The full moon following the vernal equinox in the northern hemisphere takes place during the sun sign of Aries. The keynote of the sign, I come forth and from the plane of mind I rule. The plane of mind is important for all of us in our evolutionary path and for humanity as a whole because it is through mind that we establish direction and purpose. It is through mind that we plan our way forward. For those on the spiritual path, this purposeful direction comes increasingly from a place of illumination. The mind has many rooms, many layers and levels. At one level it can be the destroyer of the real, at another the revealer of the real. It enables us to chart a path that leads between the two great lines of force. And only the mind, in all its dimensions, including the heart and the head, can do this. Light, flowing into the mind from the spiritual sun, reveals the greater good. It changes what we see and changes the way we see. Light, pouring into the mind, enables us to see with a measure of freedom from the ancient habits of glamour and illusion. It gives perspective. Instead of seeing through the lens of the personal self's unconscious and conscious agenda, the light of the spiritual sun gives us a glimpse of the soul's agenda, and these are two very different things. Until the higher vision begins to condition our human thinking, planning and direction, and then when this happens, the personality chooses freely to follow the higher way. Only through this lighted, liberated mind, sensitive to the laws and principles, rhythm and flow of the universe. Only then can we begin to chart a course towards enlightenment. And only through this mind that is held in the light can we respond to the needs of our time and history, the need to nurture goodness, beauty and truth in the world, and the sense of responsibility for fanning the flames of the will to love in real terms, rather than ideological or doctrinal terms. 
And let's remember that the essence of all truly spiritual work in ourselves and in society is that it's invocative. We sometimes forget that invocation is a fundamental dynamic in meditation and prayer. By consciously imagining the higher qualities of wisdom, love, will and purpose that we know to lie at the heart of our being, we actually invoke those qualities, call on them, invite them to take root in the earthy substance of our conscious minds and hearts. Invocation in prayer and meditation sets up a relationship between that which is higher, more inclusive, and energetically alive. And when invocation is focused, such as through the Great Invocation, it draws on the natural invocation every person to experience and live in the light of the beauty, goodness, and truth of the soul. It takes that natural spirit, that yearning for the light, and brings it into a concentrated focus, directing it like an arrow towards those centers of hierarchy and shambhala from whence the light comes. We just have to ask, knowing that there will be a response. Invocation is also a fundamental dynamic in all the planning that is going on now in small town boards, municipalities, government departments in every land in the world and in the halls of the United Nations. By setting forth clearly thought-through goals and by planning how those goals might be met, we are becoming, as a species, invocative of the hierarchical energies that will magically enable us to achieve the goals. <coughs> Excuse me. Let there be peace on earth and let the spirit of peace guide us in the ways of peace, making, peacekeeping, and peace-building. Let us approach the pain of Syria and the peoples of Syria with the expectation that all Syrians, those in the neighboring countries, all throughout Europe, will grow through this suffering in our ability to manage transformation with wisdom and with care. Only with and through the overshadowing presence of the Spirit of Peace and of the Christ can we make serious, significant progress towards peace on earth. We just have to ask for the help, and then we just have to do what we are led to do. In all the crises of the public life, in whatever society we happen to be living in, it is essential that we look for those groups and those women and men of all ages who are motivated by a concern for the well-being of a society as a whole. Partisanship and self-interest needs to be seen what it, for what it is, whatever language it may hide behind. And this is true not just in politics, but in every sphere of life. There are today millions who truly and authentically care about the development of the human spirit and the development of a more mature relationship between humanity and the other kingdoms and nature. And in the midst of these warriors for love, this is where we will find the resurrected Christ. Spirituality in our time is all about how we support this development process, how we engage interiorly and in all the actions of our personal lives with the work of the Christ. 
The task is to draw on, to invoke the higher lighted reaches of our own mind where wholeness is revealed, and to experiment with the work of reorienting, planning, and governing our lives in response to this living vision of wholeness which the Christ brings to us. And so we move to the meditation using as our keynote for Aries, I come forth and from the plane of mind I rule. Letting in the light. Group fusion. We affirm the fact of group fusion and integration within the heart center of the new group of world servants, mediating between hierarchy and humanity. together we sound the affirmation I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs may the love which is in my soul pour forth to them may the strength which is in me lift and aid them may the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of Sanat Kamara, and towards the Christ at the heart of hierarchy. Extend the line of light toward Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. contemplative mind open to the extraplanetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy. Using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers 
Shambhala hierarchy humanity gradually coming into alignment and interplay. meditation. For this Easter festival in Aries, we reflect on the seed thought, I come forth and from the plane of mind I rule. I come forth and from the plane of mind I rule.
precipitation Using the creative imagination, visualize energies of light, love and the will to good pouring throughout the planet and becoming anchored on earth and prepared physical plane centers through which the plan is manifesting. We can use the sixfold progression of divine love as the sequence of energy precipitation. Shambhala, hierarchy, the Christ, the new group of world servers, men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, physical centers of distribution in their multitude and in their diversity. the lower interlude. We focus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram and together sound the affirmation. In the center of all love I stand. From that center I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through hierarchy and streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher, Christ.
distribution as the great invocation has sounded visualize the outpouring of light and love and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets London Darjeeling New York Geneva Tokyo irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race from the point of light within the mind of God let light stream forth into the minds of men let light descend on earth from the point of love within the heart of God let love stream forth into the hearts of men may Christ return to earth from the center where the will of God is known let purpose guide the little wills of men the purpose which the masters know and serve from the center which we call the race of men let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells let light and love and power restore the plan on earth Thank you all. The, um, we look forward to meeting again at WESAC, the Taurus full moon. The um, meeting in New York will be broadcast, as will the meetings in London and in Geneva. The New York meeting will be held on Thursday, April 21st at 6.30 p.m., it will be at the Three West Club on Three West 51st Street between 5th and 6th Avenue in New York. Um, and we really look forward to seeing as many of, of you as we can then. The Taurus Full Moon is on April the 22nd at 1.25 a.m., 1.25 in the morning, 
Eastern Daylight Time. For those who are in New York City, we would love to see you at the New Moon meeting, which will be held here at Lucis Trust on April the 7th, which is a Thursday at 6 p.m., and that meeting will also be broadcast. So thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for your participation in this group service. Please join us again next month. To receive announcements for our meetings, please email us at newyork@lucistrust.org. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.